welcome to the ABCA's podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Brownlee. In this episode, I jump on with uh, Jeff McGarry and Matt Tanner from Blast Motion. Uh, This is something that's been in the works. Uh, They have some webinars coming up, so will be this Friday, uh, their first webinar. Uh, They're going to talk with the National Academy guys and Travel Ball guys. And then the following Friday, it's going to be me jumping on with some high school and, and college coaches to talk about how guys are using this time productively. Uh, on this episode, uh, we talk about the ABCA, coaches, we talk about the webinar, uh, we talk about trying to include everybody, uh, so inclusion is a big one, uh, and then we hit a variety of topics, uh, not just baseball related, but uh, what they're doing to get through this time, and uh, it's just a really open and on- honest conversation. And I do appreciate everything that Blast has done for the ABCA. It's a great partnership. So that's uh, you'll you'll hear that in the in the conversation is how much the three of us enjoy being around each other and enjoying conversing. And it's a, a great baseball conversation with some great baseball guys. So hopefully you enjoy the episode. And and as always, please feel free to reach out to me at rbrownlee at abca.org, or you can hit me up on Twitter at coach. B uh, underscore ABCA. So enjoy the episode, everybody. Thank you. Just talking to a lot of coaches. I think everybody's just kind of wait and see mode here uh, to see what the NCAA is going to do. Yeah, now that is, um, do they have a time for that? Nah, I mean, there's four options. Um, that that are going to happen they're either gonna you know give nobody a year back they're gonna give the seniors a year back they're gonna give everybody a year back or they may table it till till june to to let it you know to let it run its course a little bit so i i think the the wait till june option is probably probably the worst one for everybody involved because then it's just a wait and see mode and then once they decide then it's going to be scramble i i just think that the holding pattern part of it's probably the worst option out of all of them man i uh i've, I've talked to a few college coaches on friday like briefly briefly after we spoke and they're all yeah they want a decision to be made now because they have a lot of prepping to do regardless yeah. of of what happens yeah so. hopefully they just come to a decision and when you look at the the division one side of things it's it's like all legislation with division one there there's so many striations of programs you know you have your your top 25 you know from a financial standpoint you have your top 25 programs that could cover everything there's not that many programs out there that can do that um, but those are also the programs that probably have more guys committed than anybody else. So it's just, it, you're going to get a different, each program has different needs, um, from what that legislation is going to be. And you're not going to be able to cover everybody, uh, in that, you know, think about my time coaching, you know, when we decided to add in the roster cap, when we added in the 25%, you know, when you would get to the ABCA convention, and you're in the room with everybody 
everybody had their own needs. So you're really not going to be able to cover everybody because everybody's at a completely different place with their programs. You know, there's some programs, I think it's 40%. There's 40% of programs out there that still don't have 11.7 scholarships. So, you know, how feasible is it going to be for those programs to pay for guy an extra year for guys? Like they're probably not going to be able to do it, but I think you have to give everybody autonomy, but this isn't just a baseball issue. You know, I know we get in our own little area where it's a baseball. This isn't just a baseball issue. You're, you're dealing with a lot more sports than just baseball here. So that NCAA is, yes, baseball is going to be a a consideration for that, but you're dealing with all the other spring sports as well. And so it's not just a male issue. It's a female issue as well. So, you know, how do you make that work? I just don't think they're going to be able to make it work for everybody. There's going to be issues, uh, you know, they're going to have to deal with some issues on that. So I'm just, I'm intrigued to see what they come up with today. Trickles down to high school too. So, well, yeah. So what do those guys do? It trickles into junior college. Um, you know, it, it then trickles into the other four year schools as well, because, you know, division twos come back and they're going to give everybody a year back, but division one, division two, II, division three, NAI, they all have different rules. So you, you can't legislate to everybody. Um, if you did, then everybody would be in the same division. And that's just, that's not the way things work. Uh, but you know, it's kind of an exciting time with that because I'm just, I'm really intrigued to see how the decisions are going to be made here. And once, once they come up with a decision, then, then, okay, now let's start to, to lay some things out here with what it's actually going to be. We are here with Jeff McGarry and Matt Tanner from Blast. And um, for you two, I, I, I wanted to start off with, for people that don't know you guys, um, you know, Matt, I know you're, you're, title is channel manager and then jeff your account manager the way i've described it to people is matt you're kind of the national cross checker for blast and then jeff you guys underneath are kind of your own cross checkers in your own region am i describing that right yeah i, I would say so um i'll let i'll let matt introduce himself um kind of after i go but he he runs the channel he oversees all of us he um is responsible for uh, the sales team the account management team is technically part of support, customer support at Blast Motion. So there's a whole technical support department. They sit downstairs. They take calls from our full team clients. So um, college coaches, high school coaches, academy owners, and instructors. But they also take calls from mom and pop who are in the backyard. And, um, you know, the, the, the sensor is not paired for whatever reason. Um, the account management team works only with our uh, full team clients. So if somebody comes on board for 12 plus players, they are assigned an account manager, a point of contact, um, sort of a liaison between them and the support department, somebody to take them through the, for that first month, uh, handle any training, uh, talk about workflow, talk about what their goals are, why they came on board, um, what they want to get out of it, uh, how to get their players to buy in. I mean, every, everything that, uh, Somebody would need to understand in order to have success. You're not just going to strap on a sensor, take a couple of swings, and get better. Um, obviously, so um, right now it's it's pretty cool how the role, I guess the, the title and description hasn't really changed, but just the conversations we're having with customers um, due to the times is is pretty interesting. And then the meetings we're involved in too, internally at Blast as far as strategy goes is um, is pretty pretty new as well. So. Um, yeah, I feel like this, despite the times, what's what's good is somebody in my position will always be needed. 
um, whether whether baseball is going on or not, training never stops, which is also um, pretty cool to see the the customers that are uh, still getting after it. Matt, you want yeah. to add? I mean, I yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I feel pretty fortunate, Ryan. Like I, I get a unique opportunity to uh, kind of be the head coach or the the manager uh, to a really good group of uh, you know baseball guys. You know, so it's. Uh, Jeff comes from a background at University of Penn, uh, played baseball there, and and you can go right down the list of all our different guys we have. So yeah, Ryan, I, I oversee the amateur market, so the collegiate market all the way down to U10 teams, um, you know, and um, <clears throat> and just we're just baseball guys. It's a group of guys. You, right, I've been on the road with Ryan a few times. Our whole whole staff has um, with Barnstormers events, um, and that's why we wanted to take some time to to connect with you guys today, and just talking about you know. To, to Jeff's point, training never never ends, right? We're yeah. we're still in a spot where we can get outside, we can take some swings. And to be honest, with coaching never ends, right? Coaches are coaches, like they have, you know, there's something different in, inside of their their soul, right? And I know it's it's a tough time when you get pulled off the field, but um, when I talked talked with you, Ryan, and I talked, you know, with the ABCA group group, which some of our absolutely one of our best partnerships, um, I said, you know, we can have coaches coaching and we can have players you know, in theory training right now, um, in a really unique way. And we have a partnership with you guys. Let's bring that message out, um, right now on, on how, Hey, like summer's coming. Like we're all like, you know, Hey, tough time now. We're, we're you know, doing some, some social distancing and we're, we're getting to a spot, but the summer's going to turn around the corner. Fourth of July is coming. Hot dogs are coming. Fireworks are coming. Uh, you know, let's make sure our, our coaches are still able to connect with their players and, uh, you know, stay stay motivated for where we're headed, you know, in the future. And I love that you guys are, are baseball guys. I've had great conversations with you guys. I saw Joey Gallo the other day. He's in his apartment, and he's taking swings off the tee into a net. And I thought about myself. You know, our, my parents' house in Evansville, Indiana, we had a basement, so I had a uh, made-up tee uh, hitting tennis balls into a sheet, um, and I would have loved to have had a blast sensor back then. You know, my mom would have, I'd make her bring her video camera home from work so I could film myself in the basement, and I'm in eighth grade doing this just because I wanted to see my swing, but if I had the sensor then, I would have loved to have gotten the, the instant feedback and you know we were one of the the first programs i think that that got a sensor when i was at western illinois and we couldn't afford the, the team option but jeff and i had had conversations about the the sensor i loved the sensor and i love what you guys are doing with it and we are in a, a time where nobody's had to deal with this before but your guys technology i think sets up great for people that still want to improve and that's the exciting thing and i know you guys are seeing it i know with swing rates you know what are the swing rates showing you guys with the teams that are or the individuals that are using your sensor what are you guys seeing with the swing rates right now it's a pretty cool thing to share around daily um matt could you know are they are they up where they usually are or are they even higher at this point so they're higher. So, you know, usually, Ryan, this time of year, um, games are going on, right? It's kind of like, imagine like the lifting season, right? The spring training. And then when you, you know, you kind of maintain through the season. So it's a very different experience in season versus out of season. So similar with blast, like when the season kind of kicks up, um, people will check in with their, their blast data to make sure they're having the same quality swing they were having, you know, in December or January or sometime during the off season. Um, but most of the time, you know, I, I'd say with all the different parts of technology, you kind of slow down a little bit because you're in game, right? Um, so historically, 
um, besides spring training, which would be going on right now on the MILB, MILB and MLB side. But if we, we remove that and just look at the amateur market, um, high school season would be kicking off, you know, full swing right now. And collegiate season, which, again, our, our empathy to all the, all, both the high school and college coaches, like I know will be, you guys will be right in the thick of everything right now. Um, so actually, Ryan, we're seeing an uptake. We're, we're actually seeing a big swing up um, to where we're at. I mean, we're, we're between softball and baseball, to give softball some credit, I mean, we're, we're pushing over, you know, a million, two million plus swings per week. So it's pretty neat to see kids who are still getting in the backyard and, you know, driving themselves to, to like, hey, there's a vision. Like, hey, I'm, I'm now, you know, channel management, older, I've got my own kids. Like, you know, they're still running around in, in my little small backyard. I wish I had a little bigger backyard. But they're still running around back there um, doing all the sports that they like to do. And that's what we're seeing right now. And that's great to see. And um, something like the blast sensor, that's awesome because, you know, you don't know. You're not around anybody. Yeah, we're, we're talking, uh, you know, through the computer. We're talking through the phone. But now it actually just gives credit to there's people that are, are still working. Nobody's sitting on their hands right now. People are out there working. And you see the baseball community, with, with there's a lot going on with people doing Zoom stuff. And, yeah, I, I think it's great that the the baseball community, we've always been that way where we're going to dive in and, and we're going to make adjustments on the fly. And Jeff and I were talking about the, the NCAA decision. You know, baseball guys just want to know what the parameters are and then they're going to work within those parameters, whatever whatever the decision is made. Baseball guys will find a way to to make those decisions. And softball, they're gonna they're gonna find a way to work within those parameters. It's just make a decision, and then we'll figure the rest of it out. Uh, you guys have some good stuff coming up here. I think this Friday and the following Friday, and I'm gonna jump on with you guys. Can you talk a little bit about the webinars that you guys have coming up? Yeah. So free content, right? Like I, you know, we're just trying to get as much conversation amongst the, our coaches, our players, our athletes out there right now. So. Um, for those that are, you know, maybe ABCA members, but also have a, a softball player in the house. There was a really great one last week with uh, some collegiate coaches and the, the academy um, owner, coach, player development, uh, just talking about remote coaching and where they can take all of that. Um, we're kind of in line with that also. So every Friday, um, baseball is going to be putting out a uh, blast webinar that you can catch on our social, you know, different spots on our social. Um, we're going to be sending out emails for those that want to sign up. Um, so you'll see a landing page. So you can go ahead and join all those. Um, this coming Friday, we're going to be talking specifically to some, uh, national Academy owners, um, some, and, and Jeff, you can talk a little bit more about some of the academies that are doing some great work, um, and travel teams, right. Guys who, uh, who are just kind of prepping for the se for the season, right? Like we're, we're up against showcases we're up against travel ball, um, that's, that's coming here in June and July. So, uh, that's our first one. And then we're fortunate enough to have Ryan on, um, you know, in our next one. So two Fridays from now, um, we'll have ABCA or Ryan uh, joining us. And then we're going to bring a couple of partners with that are partners with Blast and ABCA members. So we're going to get some coaches who could talk to this, uh, this message. We got a couple guys lined up. Um, Jeff, do you want to talk a little bit about some of those, some of those organizations or, or academies or travel teams right now that are, that are using Blast in sort of some unique ways? Sure. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it was, it's fun to see, how the conversation changes week to week as we're able to gather more information on seasons, um, what's going to be canceled, what isn't. Uh, guys are now past like the, um, oh boy, this isn't going to happen or, oh, it, it might happen. It is happening. I feel like in that window, 
you know, we're, we're calling people and people might still be, I don't know if they're, they're in denial or if they're just nervous. I mean, obviously they're running businesses, so they don't really want to want They didn't really want to talk to us at that point, but um, over the past week and a half, we've been in touch with, I don't even know how many academies that are asking us about these remote coaching webinars we're putting on and Hey, what are, what are we hearing out there in the field? And it's, um, it's pretty cool. And it's pretty rewarding that somebody wants to ask me, you know, what I think about um, other things beyond just the typical, typical day to day. So um, as we're able to collect all this information, we decided to roll out a couple um, different webinars covering things like remote coaching. Hey, how do you, um, how do you take advantage of Blast's um, platform to communicate and interact with players and continue to improve? How do you drive motivation when someone's sitting at home? How do I get him to get up off of his couch take and take swings in the backyard? How do I get him excited about baseball? Um, there's teams that are doing fun at-home projects. They're having competitions, uh, the competitions around who can build the best homemade tea. You know, stick a, stick a PVC pipe in a shoe and tape the end and hope you don't smoke the tea and shatter into a million pieces in the, in the backyard, I guess. Um, mine was a, mine was a fire hose. Um, I, I had a, a metal stand that I took an O-ring with a, a, a cut up, uh, hose like that. That's what mine was. I, I mean, you can make it work, uh, anyway just as something that can hold the ball i mean you can you can figure out and, and get creative but yeah that's what was mine it was a, a metal pole that had a tire that had a hose uh cut off and and was stuck on it so that's what i was working with the hose tip is key you gotta have flexible. <laughs> <laughs> the idea is. so it's, it's just it's fun to collect this information and hear how other people are managing the times really um, so I wanted to give some shout outs to, to a few of the organizations that we're working with that are really doing it right. Um, I mean, the Rawlings Tigers based out of the St. Louis area are engaging their guys. Spiker Helms is um, kind of the, the face of that organization um, when it comes to player development. So he is launching Tiger TV. He has a new segment um, weekly, I believe, where he'll break down a, a certain blast metric or give an example of a swing or talk to the guys about, Hey, these are the steps I need you to take to make sure your information is sent to me so I can break it down appropriately and we can continue to improve and get ready for, um, you know, the, the late spring or the summer. They're still optimistic that a season's going to be happening, um, which is good. And I think it's also something that the, the coaches need to, you know, still try to be honest with your players, but, um, you know, tell them that baseball's not done, um, and not done forever. And, uh, you know, if you take these next couple of months and then all of a sudden start to turn it back on in June, um, you know, yeah, I don't know if there's risk for injuries. I'm, sh I'm sure there is um, risk for a, for a slower start, obviously. So um, they're doing a phenomenal job engaging their guys with uh, by, by just pushing content. Um, St. Louis Gamers, they, uh, again, based out of the St. Louis area, they all they took advantage of um, our big sensor discounts. So sensors are now uh, for sale for 50% off retail at, at 75 bucks a pop. Um, they were using Blast solely for their lessons in-house. So Yeah, their Mach 1 uh, yeah. program is really good. The, the Mach 1 program that they're using is really good. Yeah. yeah. So um, in the past, players would come in, grab a sensor off the shelf, hit with it for the day, leave it, and head on home. Obviously, that's not a, uh, a viable option anymore. So they picked up um, a, a pretty, pretty solid package of sensors that we shipped out. Um, we can also drop ship sensors now too. 
So if guys can't come into the facility, they can't have, you know, 40, 50, 100 guys come in and, and grab their sensor um, because of the uh, the shutdown that's in place out there. And I heard it's pretty, pretty strict in the St. Louis area. Um, we can collect, you know, all those addresses and send it right to every single location. Guys grab their sensor, already have that profile, and they're already swinging from home, um, communicating with their instructors as well. So I know John Moscott, the other account manager on the baseball team, is in pretty close touch with Mark Gallion and his guys, making sure they've got a solid workflow in place um, I'm there. So Diamond Nation and their Diamond Jacks program out of, uh, out of New Jersey. Um, man, shout out, shout out to Kevin Cust. He's got a, he's got a ton on his plate with, um, with teaching every single day. And then he's got to do these lessons at night. So, um, he's really adopted the, the video analysis part of blast in, in his lessons, kind of in person using the functionality to video guy, pull over to the side, break them down. Um, you know, talk about the early connection, this, that, making sure they're in an efficient loading position. That's something that he's been really paying close attention to. Um, every one of their kids has a sensor and profile and, he's just starting to uh, get his feet wet and engaging them remotely. So we're holding two um, one-on-one webinars. So this is also something that us as account managers want to make ourselves available for is webinars for your players and parents as well. So as coaches, you can access blast motions, resources, everything we have on our website. Um, and so can your players and parents, but if you want something a little more personal, a little more tailored to your program, um, how you want to kind of promote this and try to engage your clients, we're happy to, adapt on our end and, and give you guys 30, 30, 40, 60 minutes to um, take your players and parents through what they need to do to make sure you can do what you want to do as a coach. So I'm excited to get deeper into that with them this week. I believe we have two 30 minute time slots scheduled. Um, one is on the calendar. One we're still waiting to, to nail down. And then last us elite, I mentioned what they're doing earlier. They um, rolled out that build your own, um, build your own tea program at home. Uh, they're holding competitions monthly. Um, whoever wins gets a gets a shirt that has I, I train from home hashtag blast motion and their other partners on the back as well. Um, so they're they're making it interesting. They've got some prizes picked out and uh, Christian Helsel's doing a heck of a job crunching all those numbers, do, doing the player reports and uh, communicating that information with his players as well. And our our end, we have thirteen thousand members, um, you know, and over three hundred vendors. You know, our thing is inclusion, so we want to try to provide content and, and get everything out, but we also want to make sure it's included for everybody, uh, you know, and there's some avenues out there right now where if we did something, we could maybe only have 100 people on or 200 people on, and we don't want to do that because we don't want to, we don't want to alienate some of our members, so we're trying to find ways to be able to include everybody and the webinars I think are great for that. Some of the social media stuff that's out that I, I think it's the best way to get everyone included because we don't want to leave anybody out. If we do something. I, think I completely agree. That's how we're like, you've seen a lot of these different, you know, organizations with this driveline blast, um, a lot of different content out there, stick and ball, like groups that are just like, Hey, like we want to get, get the gun. Mean, we're, we're, most of us are at home right now. Like, Hey, let's, let's have some real conversations. Just even before Brian, you mentioned the NCAA and their decision coming up before we kick this off, we were just round table the three of us just talking about where decisions are going to go and what it all looks like. So that's where we're at is to get, to get content out there to people. We're, we're very similar to you. We want, we want to share, like we want, yep. we want to educate, we want to share, we want to create the same community. That's what's really unique about the baseball community. I, I'm not going to talk about other sports, but like, Sometimes it's like you've got a good play drawn up and you don't want to tell anybody, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm going to keep it over here. <laughs> and that's not baseball. Like this community wants to share and share and share and share. And like, I think at a time like this is really great watching, you know, I'm a, I'm a 
Twitter baseball guy. I'm not one of those weird guys who's making comments on how to pitch or hit, but uh, I have a lot of content, you know, that I love diving into on the Twitter side and just looking at this community. It's, it's, it's uplifting right now for sure. Yeah. You know, it's, that's what our culture is. The culture of baseball is to help. Um, we've all gotten help along the way. I don't care what side of baseball you're on, you have gotten help uh, from someone to get to the place that you're at. So we all have a responsibility to continue to keep giving back to baseball and, and help everybody. Uh, this is new for everybody. Everybody's going through this for the first time. Nobody's had to do this. So all of us are adjusting on the fly and we'll continue to adjust on the fly. Yeah, I'm big into balance and, you know, Jeff, you went camping and the, the pre stuff I'll include. So we'll just kind of roll right into it here with, with the podcast. So, cause I, I think people need to, to hear that side of it, the NCA side of it, you know, with the decisions that are, are going to be made, it's not just a baseball decision and it's not just the NCAA. You have presidents and athletic directors that are in on the decision. So there's a lot of different people that are going to make that decision and when you get that many people in the room talking about things it's hard to come to one consensus because every school is going to be different and um, again we're going to know a lot more here in probably the next 12 hours what's actually going to happen uh, but that may have to adjust on the fly as well um, you know, what, uh, you know, Jeff, you went camping this weekend. What, what are you guys doing outside of the, the blast arena, uh, to kind of keep think, keep yourselves going and, and motivated as well? Whew, man. I mean, uh, living vicariously through our clients is one thing. Uh, just of course, <laughs> talking to them, on, it's, it's fun to have a job where I'm on the phone all day. Um, every conversation is going to be different. So it's just fun to hear their, their ideas and, um, what they're doing to in, to engage their players. Some guys um, in the states that haven't quite shut down yet are still operating under some conditions. So, um, you know, I'm just imagining myself as a kid taking hacks in a, in a facility and having a good old time just like I, I normally would be if this, all this stuff wasn't happening. Um, it's really important to just make sure that um, I, I, you get outside at some point, I think. Um, I'm, I've had pretty busy daily schedules, but, again, those conversations are – um, fine enough to, to keep me going and, and keep me keep me locked in. But once the day's over, if I just decide to go plop on the couch and don't go outside and get fresh air, especially living in San Diego, I mean, if you if I spend a day in San Diego not going outside when the sun is shining and I can't even point out a cloud, like I think there's something wrong. Um, so take a walk, run around, grab a bike. I, I bought a bike when I moved here about a year ago and uh, it dawned on me about a month and a half ago before all this happened that I only rode it once home from the bike shop. So uh, I biked 18 miles around San Diego uh, two weekends ago before the shutdown was in order and I noticed like thousands of people out on the beach and in the water and then a day later the shutdown happened so I guess I guess that's why but I'm um, biking around running around um, and then we went out camping, you know, three and a half, four hours uh, east to the desert and, um, you know, not, not a soul in sight and just had a good time being outside in the sunshine and the, uh, in the heat. Yeah, Ryan, I think it's a 
it's a great question, right? And that's for, for everyone on here. It's like, hey, how are you keeping keeping some sanity, right, between everything? And, and don't judge Jeff or I for living in San Diego because we're both from the Northeast originally. So <laughs> you've, paid your due, you've paid your dues with that. <laughs> yeah, so he's outside of Philly, and I'm State College, Pennsylvania, right where Penn State University is. So we both grew up uh, in, in Pennsylvania in the snow, so... Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's important for all the listeners to, you know, to kind of dive into that too, Ryan. I mean, I've got a four and an eight year old, so my house has a lot of energy no matter what, uh, to Jeff's point, you know, from the blast culture, the unique thing is we're still totally operating at a hundred percent. Yeah. We can all work remote. So, um, you know, we're not someone who's, you know, we're producing a product, but that, you know, we have enough inventory. So really in theory, we can be, you know, what we're doing now, we're, we're yeah. talking over, go to meeting and. Uh, you know, we just need our CRM and we can still make calls and have daily activities. So from, you know, Monday to Friday, nine to five, or well, there's still hours in baseball. So nine to five doesn't count, but you know, we're, we're operating, you know, as is. Um, but for me, it's, you know, I, I, I live right off the ocean here. Um, so, you know, I go on, you know, I make sure I can get on some walks. Um, actually it's been probably one of the healthier couple of weeks of my life. I pulled out at my jump, you know, Jeff talked about his bike. I pulled my jump rope out and that's when I knew that uh, jokingly said, that's why the world's coming to an end. I'm doing jump, jump roping right now. <laughs> so, uh, so now, nah, I mean, and my boys, you know, my, my, my four-year-old is a little knucklehead, but my eight-year-old is really into sports. Um, so we get out, we throw the football. Um, I now have a, a mini hoop. I can, we're, we're FaceTiming right now. I got a mini hoop in my master bedroom where, uh, we're currently playing the uh, NBA. We, we put all the uh, the playoffs together, and we're playing seven game series to fifty points over and over again. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, to just point of swinging in cages with guys right now. Um, you know, I remember being eight when the NCAA basketball tournament's going on and play. You know, picking every team, and uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. And I, I think the imagination is still there. Like, yep. you know, whether you're four, eight, or eighteen, or forty, like me, you know, we're 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 athletes, and we're you know, we're still sort of conditioned that way. So we're, we're getting out, we're getting the sun. I've got a little bit of a tan going. I mean, I haven't, I haven't been in the sun this often in the last couple of weeks in a while. So I'm uh, even taking some time on those walks to just kind of, kind of put my face in the sun a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, Ryan, a great message. I'd, I'd be like to put the question on to you because I know you're somebody who has a morning routine. I saw you on Twitter talking about it, but you know, what are you doing to just kind of keep that routine and, and keep your brain in the right spot? Yeah, this um, this has a Christmas break feel for me from, you know, when I was coaching. That was really the one time you actually got a chance to, to be at home and hang out with the family. So it, it's had more of that Christmas break feel where you're able to do some things that you haven't been able to do in the past. But I do try to, to stay on a set morning routine. Uh, and when I first took the, the job with the ABCA, I was working remote here in Illinois before I moved out to North Carolina. So I actually got a little bit of a head start on how to handle things when you are working from home. That is, has helped uh, me now this this go around uh but it, it, it's pretty standard for me i'll get up uh, i'll do a little bit of meditation i will work out uh, it might be a body weight workout it might be yoga and i've sent some of those workouts out for for coaches uh to to look at because i think they can use it for players so some of the body weight stuff was just modified off of our post pitchers workouts that we would do on the road. Um, and then I got into hit a little bit, uh, the last two years at Western Illinois, I actually, um, would, would teach yoga and then, uh, would fill in and teach some hit classes. So some of the routines that I used over in the rec building at Western that I've used in the morning, 
I'm always judge free of people. Like just find something that you like to do, whatever that is, and, and try to stay consistent with it. Uh, and then, you know, over the years from a nutrition standpoint, I've, I've had a pretty set nutrition routine and I think that's helped as well. I think that's, that's one of the things when you're, you're stuck inside, you may get out of your eating habits a little bit. Uh, and it does take some discipline. Uh, and then I've always been a reader. You know, my mom did a really good job with me growing up of taking us to the library. Um, so that's, I thought about that this morning. Those are really the, the two things that have been taken away more than anything. And, uh, is I had a set routine of going to the public library every Monday. And, and that's been with me for a long time that, you know, some of the podcasts that I listen to, you'll pick up books here and there. So I would, I would have a list going throughout the week of books that I wanted to pick up the, the public library because it was a, a way to save money. You know, you can, you can spend a ton of money on books if you want, but I always felt like, you know, especially when I was coaching that I, I would go to the library first, get the books and then figure out if I wanted to buy them. So that's kind of how I, I tailored my library. And Taylor Garrison, he and I, um, he and I worked most of the Barnstormers events with each other, and he and I are very similar people. So I've actually sent him some books. Um, uh, the in, Finite and Infinite Games is one that I actually mailed to Taylor because I tried to read it, and it was a, a really hard read for me. Uh, it's really philosophical, but I, I felt like it would be something that, that he would enjoy. Uh, and then the only other really thing that's been taken away is some of the hot yoga classes that I would do. Uh, but I can take care of some of that stuff on my own. So I, those were the only two thing routine wise that got taken away. Everything else has been pretty set. Hot yoga, man. I, I was in college. <laughs> uh, and I would not, I would not recommend it for athletes. I just, I, the dehydration factor, I just don't think athletes should do it. Uh, there's other avenues of yoga to do that. The hot yoga factor, because most 18 to 22 year olds aren't going to drink enough water anyway. So the last thing you want to do is get into the, the one Oh fives San Diego. Um, I, some of the high yoga classes that I've taken out there are, are no joke. Are they are, are legit where you, you I've had, I had to step out a couple of the ones that I took when I went out there. So I, what, what's your high yoga story? It was fun. We signed up for Bikram in Philadelphia, <laughs> and there were five of us. Oh. Five of the bigger dudes from the team with tight hips, and we got into this class, and it was the first day was after like I forget what one of my friends did the night before, but night of partying, 9 a.m. yoga oh, class. We're we're doing the first breathing exercise where all you do is yes. hands under the chin, yep. hold your arms up, and we didn't come prepared with towels, so all in about three minutes, you just started hearing like the pitter patter of your sweat. Yes. Off of your body and, and hitting and hit, hitting the mat. And then at one point, um, my friend had to bust out, leave the room. He left very quickly to, uh, you know, he, he had some he had some troubles in, in the restroom yep. from the night before partying. And then uh, we did whatever pose came, I think, two or three later where you grab your foot and try to try. to. Yeah, good luck with that one. And for whatever reason, I twitched or something and all of the sweat on my body like uh got shaken loose and just fall, flowed down my body, down my leg and off of my heel. And it hit the mat and it sounded like somebody took a Poland spring water bottle and just dumped it out right on the, so I had, I left and go, I went and grabbed a towel behind the, uh, behind the front counter. there was about an hour and 20 minutes left in that class. And uh, I was pretty much, uh, hydrated as could be. And, um, so grabbed a towel and a water and hopped back in there and tried to, uh, tried to hang 
Bikram is very strict uh, just from the rules because it's the exact, they call it 26 and two. So it's the exact same 26 poses and two stretches like, and they go straight through. And those were the only classes that I ever took that it was just really uncomfortable for me. One from a a heat standpoint, because it's going to be 105. But then just from the instructors seemed so militant. Um, the documentary yeah. that came out kind of explains it. And it's not a great story with, with the guy that, that started it, who it's named after. Um, it's it just really strict. But you can tell that's how those instructors were, were trained in that environment. And, and they're almost screaming at you at times. So it's just a really uncomfortable room because of the heat. But then also the discipline part of it. Um, and then you don't really know the backstory on all of that, but, uh, yeah, that doctor documentary is out on Netflix right now. And that, you know, the, the Christmas break mode for me is, would be times for me to catch up on things. And I know on Netflix right now, there's a lot of good stuff going on. So Tiger King is getting a lot of play. Uh, you know, we've talked about that. I, that's an amazing story. And that, that reminded me a lot of when I was bartending. We had some characters that, that in the bar that I worked at in Evansville when I first started coaching. There's some similarities with some of those guys, but I know Ozark just came out. And then I actually watched Free Solo yesterday, which I'd never seen about the free climber that climbed El Cap. Uh, my palms were actually sweating that entire documentary because you think he's going to fall. And I, I looked up afterwards. I was like, there, he's got to be dead now because he probably fell at some point, but he's still alive. And then um, Jiro loves uh, sushi. Our dreams of sushi is one that I watched uh, from a discipline standpoint. I'm big into routines and like high performers. He's the best sushi chef in the world. Um, so it, it was an intriguing story for me just to listen to him talk. I really do like the the Far East Japanese culture um, from a discipline standpoint, and they have their set rules. So like his two sons worked for him. Uh, one, the oldest, I guess in that culture, the oldest takes over for the father. But then the youngest, uh, he had to go on his own and start his own sushi restaurant. But the, 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 it's subtitled, so that's a little bit of a stretch that you've got to get through the subtitles. But to listen to that culture and how they talk about things and, and their expectations, I think anybody can pick up stuff. And, and he did. He does the exact same thing every day. And that's what you see out of high performers is they keep things really simple from a routine standpoint, but they hit it pretty much the same every day. And that's why he's great because there's nothing, you know, nothing out of the ordinary for him. And it does help with some decision making when, when you have to, you know, when you get into those habits and and they become habits, it's much easier to then decide on other things, which that's a whole different podcast that we can get into later on. (laughs) Yeah. That's what's kind of fun. That's what's fun about this though, is we have, you know, I think that's the, you know, Brian, I think you're, you're going to some fun spots, Netflix and yoga yep. and biking and, you know, my son playing mini. It's, it's, it's like kind of where we're, we're at right now. Yep. It's this fun, fun spot to talk about. Like, you know, it, it, it's not, you know, it's not Christmas break, but, you know, we have, we have an opportunity to kind of take in some other things while we're also prepping, right? Like we're, yep. we're getting ready. So I, yep. like, I, like, I think this is what, if I'm, you know, I'm, you know, bringing in a lot of content myself right now, whether it's podcasts, I'm personally listening to, to your point, books, different things, but um, it's been nice to kind of get a lot of different feedback. And that's what, you know, Jeff, myself, the blast culture with, along with the ABCA culture, this was, we want to talk about remote coaching. We wanted to talk about a lot of different things you can get your coaches up and doing, but yep. um, it's also just about being, being real and, and, you know, being, you know, Hey, this is, like, hey, here's some ideas for the things we're doing. So it's neat, neat that this is, you know, 
you know, you've been on enough Barnstormers events with us. Yep. It's not, it's, we're definitely going to talk about Blast, what we can offer, but we're also here as, as just guys. You know? Yeah, you got to have that balance. Ba- balance is important. Yeah. Um, and this might be one of the, the biggest positives that, that comes out of all of this is it may bring some balance back for some people where they can realize that, okay, yes, work is extremely important, but the other stuff is important as well. If you want to be a healthy, happy human being, you have to have some balance to what you're doing as well. Um, and that's that's hard for some guys. And I, I fell into that trap as well as a baseball coach or recruiter, especially. You you, ha- you felt like it was 24-7. And so hopefully this gives guys a little bit of breather, but gets them re- regenerated and, and rejuiced for, for what's going to happen after this. Hey, the webinar on Friday, what time and then where exactly do people need to go to, to jump on with it? Yeah, so it's going to be 1 p.m. from my understanding right now, uh, Pacific time. So 4 o'clock um, Eastern time. Um, we're going to be sending, you know, to any of our, anyone that's in our database, we're going to be sending an email out to everyone that they can sign up for it. And then social at uh, at our Blast Motion Baseball, you're going to have that on there, along with our Instagram and our Facebook. You're going to see all the information's out there. Um, we're finalizing the individuals that will come on right now. I know Tony Gillio from the Slammers organization in Colorado, who's their player development coach, will be on. Uh, I think we're going to be getting Spiker from the Rawlings Tigers um, on, and a couple of other academy owners. Again, these guys that are kind of you know that are using us remote right now and they're able to to create some coaching you know norms right now with everything else that's going on uh just just a lot of information around that um to kind of stay in that moment real quick ryan i know especially the abca because we jeff myself we get to go on these barnstormers tours one of my first questions to the crowd of sometimes 20 50 100 people is you know who's heard a blast and great news is the relationship we have with you guys um the hands are all up almost but I think something I want to touch on real quick is I know I know Jeff early talked about remote coaching. Um, I want everyone to kind of understand what that like real briefly in like a 90 seconds what that actually looks like. So um, if I were to take a swing or Ryan, you were to take us. I know you're at home in Illinois. If you were to take a swing in Illinois and you were one of my players, um, what Blast can do through our Blast Connect platform is that goes up into a cloud and then I can evaluate all your swings. So even if you were doing some video, right? Um, so you're videotaping yourself. Um, that will pull up and then pull into my coach profile. So I, I know Jeff was talking about it earlier, but I just wanted to, you know, kind of clear up the how. It's like, well, how are we coaching? So you're in a neighborhood and or, or you know, a, a county with 20 guys, and they're all swinging in a, you know, a bow net or a tee or made-up tee, you know, that we're talking about before in their backyard. You know, they, they take those swings, that data goes up, and then the coach can actually go ahead and evaluate that and get it back to the player. So. Um, I know, you know, there's a sensor and we're looking at data, but I think it's important to kind of clarify how, you know, me as the coach would actually get that information up. And then all I need is a laptop or an iPad. I can pull up some team reports and send information straight back to those individuals. Um, I heard Kyle Bodie on the uh, prep baseball report podcast yesterday, a couple, I think it was two days ago, uh, but he was even talking like, Hey, what would you do from the hitting side? And he's like, Hey, I'd get a blast sensor on, I'd get on a tee. I'd pretend I'm Ken Griffey Jr. I'd pretend that I, I'd pretend like I was Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. That's why I pitched. I couldn't hit. <laughs> but, but you know, like, hey, get on the tee, have some fun, see some different data. And, you know, you have a coach now who can actually take a look at that. And that's where Jeff McGarry and, uh, and John, who are on our key account management side of this, um, and then also our product support team, uh, you take that swing in the backyard, you want to understand how you can coach to it a little bit more or how, you know, those, you know, whether you're a high school coach, college coach, you're, you're running an academy, you do lessons. 
uh, reach out to this great team because they're they're just awesome to talk about. Jeff can make you understand the data a little bit, and then you can start putting together a coaching plan. And and, and you don't need to be, you know, you don't need to be in a brick and mortar. You don't need to be on that baseball field. Someone's I got a little patio right over here. My kid takes a swing on a tee, and I want to, you know, my coach is 100 miles away. They can go ahead and take a look at that information and coach to it. Yeah. So just want to make sure your the listeners kind of yeah, you know it's great what stuff, is, but kind of understand what that looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the flow's easy, um, and we'll probably have some questions for those guys early on. Just <clears throat> what kind of access do you have to your players? How, how much time do you have to devote to something like this? And there's a few different ways to approach it too. So um, we will uh, make sure we're, we're working with them and, uh, and their, uh, I guess the time they have to put towards something like this. I mean, honestly, based on what's happening, they probably have a lot of time. Oh yeah. So uh, you can get, you can get pretty deep. You can, you can stay high level and, and just break down some video real quick, or we have some really, uh, advanced player reports that Kyle Adel, our, um, our MLB guy, was able to build out and share around with us that um, give really great insights into um, four different categories of swing too, which is something new that um, we're, gonna be, we're gonna be sharing out as well. Um, real quick, it's just breaking them down into power metrics. So looking at your floor and your ceiling, bat speed and rotational acceleration, your, uh, your contact efficiency. So are you giving yourself the best chance of putting a ball in play based on how on plane you are, how direct to the ball you are, and, and your attack angle? How long are you going to be on that pitch? Um, your load efficiency. So, man, the, that's, I think, best represented by the, the spray chart that gets spit out automatically and can show you, are you consistently starting your swing from the same position, or are you at 80 degrees of early connection on this swing and then 130 on the next swing? It's just surprising it's an it's an easy visual to understand and if you show that to a kid i mean remote or in person they'll be able to look at that chart and say oh boy i I need i need to fix this um and then your uh impact position making sure you're in a strong uh, position at contact and making sure your bat and body are always working and adjusting together so because i even um you know you talk about that being consistent with with your load efficiency uh, you know, I used that growing up. It was tap the out. Once I got in the box, it was tap the outside part of the plate, tap the inside waggle, and then tap the back of my shoulder. And that allowed me to be able to be consistent with where my hands were at on every swing because I knew where my hands were at. So without having, you know, this sensor, that's, that's awesome that that's an option now, uh, which will give hitters a much better opportunity to be consistent with your their setup but then also also their swing no doubt and in that in that report it's represented as a spray chart too so it shows you um really really clear and easy um you're starting in the same position you're consistently getting into that same position or you're all over the place and there's a number of reasons a player can be all over the place so if you look at different stances in the major leagues guys that we often mention are buster posey and um, Ryan Braun, Buster Posey starts with his bat real flat, barrel kind of pointing to the ground, and Ryan Braun's sort of standing straight up, not quite like a Craig Council. Um, but those are just cues for them, knowing that, hey, if I stand like this or if I over-exaggerate this, it helps me get to where I need to be um, at my load. Yeah. And then the, um, the, the fourth um, area of the swing that's represented is your um, impact position. So <clears throat> looking at the bat and body relationship, at the point of contact, making sure you're in a strong position and making sure that your bat and body are working together no matter the pitch location. Love it. Great information. Um, anything else you guys want to add in before I let you go? No, I'm excited to have, you know, we're going to have you on in a, in a week and a half. You know, well, I guess it will be two, you know, two Fridays from yep. now, but I just want to let your listeners, you know, your ABC listeners know, like we 
very excited and thank you for letting us kind of share some messages and some stories really you know it's kind of this, yeah this is where rats in baseball some not baseball like i like that like i think that's what that's the content i always like to listen in on but more importantly we're going to be bringing ryan and those guys on we mentioned it earlier but we're we're looking forward to having you guys on our on some of our platform and, and i feel so fortunate to be in baseball as long as i have and now work for the abca because i get to meet great people like i, I think about that if if i was still coaching right now i would have never I, you know jeff and i talked a little bit on the phone but he and i wouldn't have probably the same relationship that we have now so i'm, I'm grateful for everything that that baseball has afforded me and and with the job with the abca because i'm continuing to to meet new people and develop new relationships and i love you guys i love everything that you have going on so i thank you guys for everything Thanks, Ryan. Right okay. Back at you, yep. We'll see you next week. I really appreciate everybody investing their time uh, to listen to this. Yeah, I know everybody says, well, everybody's got free time now and they're at home and they have time, but it, it does mean a lot uh, when people jump in and listen. Hopefully, you're getting a lot out of it. Uh, you know, we're going to know a lot more here from the NCA standpoint and what they decide here this afternoon, and that's going to give a lot of, of other conversations to have here going forward once the NCAA decides what's going on uh, we'll be able to get some guests on and, and talk about how they're handling things from that side of things and understand it's not an easy decision for the NCAA for presidents for athletic directors uh, because it's not just a baseball decision this is a decision that that entails a lot of different things from different sports, but also from different universities. Uh, this isn't just an athletics decision, this is a university decision. And being in, in on the college side for 22 years, uh, you get a different perspective on some of these decisions because it's not just uh, based on you and, and what you feel like is best for your program. Uh, these are decisions that, that factor in on a lot of different things and affect a lot of different people so uh, we'll know a lot more here and and do want to thank uh, Matt and Jeff again for jumping on and hopefully you guys get on the webinar here this Friday and then the webinar the following Friday so again reach out to me if you need something appreciate you jumping in this is Ryan Brownlee signing off again from my basement in Macomb Illinois for the American Baseball Coaches Association thanks again and leave it better for those behind you Oh